All right, all right. Welcome back to the Marks Takes College Football Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We are back, ready to roll, week two. And you're probably wondering why, where was I last week? I was on vacation. I know. Plan a vacation during week one. Obviously, my family does not plan their vacations around college football. If I was in charge of planning the vacations. I personally would not plan a vacation during week one, but I am back week two, and I just want to put it out there. I love the board. I love the board this week. I'm going to be giving my picks out, but before I get into my picks, I just want to say that I am doing a weekly live college football show with House Enterprise. House Enterprise is the content group and brand that I joined um, back in June. I can't believe it's already been almost three months now. But so I joined them back in June, do some blogging, um, just content and great group. And we've been meeting every single Wednesday. Well, I wasn't there last week, but I was on yes, I was on yesterday. And um, we just talk we just talk college football, give picks, game of the week. I mean, that's basically uh, what we're talking about on there. It's live on Twitter and YouTube, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on Wednesdays. And I highly recommend checking it out if you have a second. And yeah, so let's get into the games. Great, you know, great, 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 um, great, you know, week. Week two, before I get into the picks, let's talk about the fraud list for fraud list for week one. So I'm going to be putting out a fraud list every single Monday or Tuesday of the college football frauds. It may actually be Sunday. I just kind of did it a day late because of the holiday. But I'm going to be putting out a fraud list. Top of my fraud list this week was the entire Pac-12 except USC fight on, fight on, and Obviously, being a USC fan this year, I can't say that they're frauds, and they destroyed Rice. They have a big test this week against Stanford on the road, and I will get into that a little bit later. So, Pac-12, Oregon gets destroyed. Um, you know, they just looked they looked pathetic, I would say. It was a pathetic effort. Utah, you know, losing to Florida, and they were the seventh-ranked team is crazy. Um, what else? What else? Uh, UCLA had the record lowest attendance, which is really bad. Like, it's almost embarrassing. And, yeah, so overall, not great for the, not great start for the Pac-12, except my Trojans fight on. So they were the number one fraud list. Notre Dame was up there, but, you know, I talked to a couple people when I put that list out, and they said that, Notre Dame was not a fraud because they covered and actually Ohio State's offense was the fraud. So there's a couple of different takes that you could have for that game. But I'm going to stick with Notre Dame because I still don't think that they're that good of a team. So, and then I had DJ Ugalay, DJ, I'll just say DJ from Clemson, the quarterback. I think that there's a high, high chance that... 
he will not be the starter in a couple of weeks. I like that. I like their um, second string quarterback. And I was listening to a radio show yesterday. They were talking about how they will not bench DJ because he comes from a prestigious Southern California high school football school called St. John Bosco. DJ was a part of QB Under the Lights, which was the like Netflix show of about high school quarterbacks. And they're, they're kind of talking about how his dad has a lot of influence on St. John Bosco, on Clemson, and how he will not be benched because just of the kind of spotlight and just how much he kind of carries um, with his name. So that was kind of an interesting take, but it is true where the whole like St. John Bosco title, like if he didn't go to St. John Bosco, I, I really think he'd be sitting on the bench. But I, I would place a large wager that he will be on the bench in a couple of weeks. And then I had, who else did I have? I had Brian Kelly. I, you know, I just like, like, you LSU fans, like, coming for his neck. I love a passionate fan base like that who can just literally, like, call for his firing after the game. Like, I love that. I'm... I feel like I'm almost that extreme where, like, yeah, one loss, I'm like, fire, get rid of everybody, burn down the entire team, and I love that. I've been reading LSU message boards. It's been fantastic, and I just, I love that they're they're passionate. They're a passionate group, and I've enjoyed it, and then who was my fifth? Um, I think I have the, the graphics somewhere around here. Let me see here. I definitely have it. Who was my fifth for my... Um, let's see here. Who was my fifth? Here it is. CFB. Entire Pac-12. Brian. Oh, NC State. NC State did not cover the minus 11 against ECU. They looked horrible. Their red zone offense was horrendous. And they're just lucky that the guy missed the extra point. College kickers, you know, just kids, whatever you want to say. But NC State looked horrible. And they were number five because I still think they're good but they didn't cover they won because a you know kicker missed an extra point their red their red zone offense was horrible so they're number five and then honorable mention would be Iowa's offense because they scored seven points didn't score touchdown against like I think it was South Dakota State so I think they would be the honorable mention for the fraud watch and yeah so I'm going to be releasing that every Sunday or Monday, I think Monday, just because everybody's kind of focused on NFL on Sundays. Um, yeah, so with that, let's get into the picks. I have five plays this week, or no, I got like six plays or seven plays. I just keep adding. I just keep adding because I love the board. But let's get into it. Number one, Bama, Texas, over 64 and a half. A lot of points. A lot of points. When I look at this game, I think points. I think Bama, 50-burger. And I think Texas, you know, well, I think Texas has a decent enough offense where they can put up 25 points, right? They can put up 21 points, Bama 47 points over cashes. And there's a lot of different numbers going around. I saw 64 and a half and I, you know, I like a 50 burger. I was thinking about like garbage time and, is garbage time, you know, potentially a factor with this game? And I really can't remember 
if Alabama even does garbage time. Like, I think they just run it up. I don't think that Nick Saban cares, and they literally just do, you know, they don't do garbage time. So, yeah. So, we will see, but I am taking the over 64.5. I think it's going to be a blowout, but it's going to be a high-scoring blowout. 50 to 30, you know, hopefully it's, you know, Stays fun for a little bit of the game, but I would just like Bama to step on their throats, horns down, roll tie, whatever you want to say. And I think Texas, not back fully, you know, I think they're like 50% back as an overall program, you know, but not 100% back. If they kind of, you know, kept it close in this, I think maybe they'd be 75% back. If they beat Bama, they'd be all the way back. But I think right now they're about 50% back. Um, obviously they have Arch Manning coming in next year. So, you know, obviously they're just kind of gearing up for that. So I'm taking the over 64 and a half there. Um, will be good. That is at nine on Fox, nine Pacific time, noon, nothing like it. Gus Johnson on the call will be absolutely electric. I literally made my, I, I made a new Spotify playlist for the fall and I made my Spotify picture for the playlist Gus Johnson because he is like he is literally like when I think of the fall his I literally see him every Saturday on my television that's what I see I literally just see Gus Johnson and they're doing that fist pump um every every Saturday all right my next play is USC Stanford this was actually just my game of the week uh, on House Enterprise, I think USC will win. Um, their offense is really not the problem. It's the defense that's a big concern. Like, hand up, I'm a USC fan of a month, and I can say that the defense is a big problem. Going on the road to Stanford is never easy. Stanford's, you know, solid, solid. You know, they're not amazing, but they're not horrible. Um, weird shit always happens on the road at Stanford. Again, the offense is not the problem. USC is going to score, okay? They're going to score. It's really the defense. It's a tough road environment. I think USC wins 38-27. to 27. Um, The line went down from 9.5 to 7.5. What does Vegas know that I don't? I have no idea. But, you know, USC, it's a tough, it's a tough environment. Uh, this is really, a you know, kind of one of the first tests for this USC team who is currently number 10 in the country and hopefully climbing um, as the season goes on. Next, Kentucky at Florida. I have Florida minus 4.5. This is a big letdown spot for Florida. Huge. They're coming off a huge win, you know, against Utah. Massive win. And it's a big letdown spot. I'm seeing now the line is five and a half. I got it at four and a half. I think that Florida is actually a very good team. I think AR-15, you know, is going to be up there in the top three Heisman candidates. And I think college football is better when Florida universities are good. Florida State, solid. They're not ranked, but, you know, a couple weeks they could be five and oh. And, you know, heading up to Clemson, heading up to NC State. So I do think college football is better when Florida teams are good. And I think this Florida team is good. Really, really great 
environment at home. I think they're still going to be hyped up, but it, I am kind of aware that it is a big letdown spot. This Kentucky team is solid, and if I saw five and a half, I'm not sure. I'm scared it's going to be a field goal game, but I took Florida minus four and a half. Hopefully, AR-15 is on one, and he just goes off. You know, Anthony Richardson, he is a special, special player, and I was you know, on the House Enterprise show, somebody gave a really good stat that the last time Kentucky has beat Florida in the swamp was 1960-something. So it's been a very, very long time, very long time, and I overall like Florida, minus four and a half, and yeah, so I'm taking I'm taking Florida, minus, minus four and a half. All right. More plays. I'm taking Pitt plus six and a half against Tennessee. I think this is going to be sweaty, but Pitt is fun. You know, it's all about that running. If Can they run the ball against this Tennessee team will really be the question, but I think they're solid. Keaton, Keaton Slovis is solid. I like what I saw from him in the backyard brawl. You know, he was shaky at USC, but, I, you know, as a USC person, I'm ecstatic for his success at Pitt. It's going to be, you know, they have an electric, electric stadium there. I think it's going to be great, and I like them to cover the plus 6.5 versus Tennessee. Next, I have Fresno plus 1 against Oregon State. It's currently a pick That kind of tells me that people are slamming Fresno. But, but the quarterback for Fresno, Jake Hayner, absolute beast. He threw 36 out of 42 passes. That's insane. I know it's Cal Poly. He threw for almost 400 yards against. I know it's Cal Poly. This is going to be a, a new test for them. But Fresno is a solid, solid team. This is a late game on CBS Sports Network. Nothing more electric than a late West Coast game on CBS Sports Network, and should be fun. I like Fresno, home opener for Fresno, electric factory. Jake Hayner, absolute beast, threw, you know, threw for almost 400 yards against Cal Poly, and I like Fresno, plus one. I think, you know, if it's a pick em, Fresno. Fresno money line, and I, I, I do really like Fresno. All right, my next play is Houston, plus three. I know I see a lot of people slamming this game, but... I'm taking Houston plus three against Tech. We all know Texas Tech QB1 is out. And it's been a while since Houston, you know, it's been a while since Houston beat Texas Tech. But I think this is it. I think Houston is actually a solid football team. And I like them to go into go into Texas Tech and cover the plus three. I'll even take a push if it's a field goal game. So... Yes, I do like Houston plus three. It's a bit of a hostile environment in, where is Texas Tech? Lubbock. So, you know, it's it's a bit of a hostile environment in Lubbock, if if that's how you say it, the Red Raiders. Um, But I do like Houston plus three. And then my final pick, Iowa, Iowa State. Ugly game. I mean, this is going to be ugly. This is going to be ugly game. It's going to be like 13 to 10. 13-7. 13-7. to I'm taking Iowa State under 17.5 points. The team total under 17.5 points. Brutal. I mean, I think the offenses, like, this is one of those games where you 
fall asleep and it's 3-3 in the first quarter and you wake up in the fourth quarter and it's 10 to 7. Like I think that's it's literally one of these games and I'm so I'm taking Iowa State under 17 and a half. I know Iowa only scored those 7 points against um South Dakota State, but I honestly like I feel like people are going to be slamming the uh, the under for Iowa because of that and I feel like I'm a little bit scared like I feel like people like I feel like maybe their offense will just wake up but then I'm like no they're actually have an anemic feeble offense so I'm taking Iowa State because they're going into Iowa electric atmosphere um freshman quarterback um uh, sounds like a disaster it sounds like a disaster to me um so I'm choosing Iowa State under 17 and a half points. And those are my plays, you know, week two. I just, I, I'm kind of shooting for quick episodes on here. Come on, talk about my plays fast. Get them all out there. Um, there will be a graphic over on House Enterprise. And yeah, let's have a, let's have a Saturday. Let's have a Saturday, everybody. Week two, college football. Here we go.